0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk.
1: Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.
2: First, you heard Eamon mention there in the news this new hospital that's opened in Spain and the sole purpose is to treat patients who are on long public waiting lists here in Ireland. and They're going to be treated under the EU cross-border directive so the HSE will basically cover the price of the treatment up to what that cost would be here at home and there's about 1,500 Irish patients will get routine uh, routine planned surgeries each year at this uh, Spanish hospital. Brian is with us on the line. Brian, you're somebody I suppose who knows only too well the impact of being on a public waiting list here in Ireland. What's your reaction to the news?
3: Good afternoon. I was just listening now, and I was just wondering at the mindset that thinks taking an elderly person with a knee or a hip mobility issue, telling them to come up to Dublin from wherever they live in the country, then get their way out to the airport, fly for whatever length of time to Spain, arrive in Spain, and some of them, you know, they're try maybe some of the people in the airport aren't fluent in English, trying to navigate through the airport into t- taxi, trying to explain to the taxi driver where they want to go, arriving in the hospital, getting their treatment. And for some of the more major surgeries, I'm sure it's not a brilliant idea to fly home within a day or two. You're probably supposed to wait a
2: couple of weeks. And I don't think it was terribly well thought out. What's your own story, Brian?
3: I'm not on a waiting list now, thankfully. A couple of years ago, I needed a cataract done, but I was in the fortunate position of being able to pay for it myself in in a private hospital. I didn't have to wait. But uh, for other people, I mean, you know, you take an elderly person, they're late 60s, early 70s, a bachelor, a widow, widower. They're on their own. They don't have families to support them. And expecting them to, you know, just uh, abandon everything and head to Spain. It's slightly insane. They could have, if anyone was thinking, why didn't they do a deal with a private clinic or a private hospital up north and send them up there? There's no language barrier. The travelling isn't as. Is, is intensive and things like that.
2: I know they do use galvin outside of dairy, certainly for um, for some procedures. I know a lot of people from home, you know, would 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 certainly get treatment at at Alt-Nagelvin. Um, well, Alt-Nagelvin
3: is an NHS hospital, yeah. But there's, I'm sure, there are plenty of private clinics and hospitals up north, just as there are here. And yet, we're sending people with cataracts to Belfast, and you could go to the the. Private hospital there in Kilkenny and get the cataract
2: done there like I did. Okay. Um, Alwyn is on the line as well in, um, in, in Cavan. Alwyn, I believe your partner is actually over there in Spain at the minute.
1: He is. He is. Um, he went out as a patient about maybe 14 months ago and he's had four procedures done in Spain. Um, we were on waiting lists here forever and ever. And not only that, he's had procedures that are actually not available in Ireland, not readily available. So his last procedure, I won't give his name, his last procedure was for prostate and he got a procedure called resume. Um, He's absolutely no side effects and the same with all the other procedures he's had. He's had a cataract. He's had, um, what else has he had? He's had an abdominal hernia done. He's had prostate done. And he's had lifelong asthmatic and he's on a new inhaler now that's also not available in the south. He has to go north for it. And he's a new man. I just cannot emphasise how excellent the service is over there. Now I've been up north myself for a consultation. I went to it's the Kingsbridge Clinic in Dunmurry. That was under the cross border. Yeah. But the experience in Spain is out of this world because you're met by people. Now the company that there's two a couple of different companies, but the company that we can vouch for is Healthcare Abroad, and that's run by Chris and Eileen Goody, and they're absolutely out of this world. They meet you at the airport. There's no such thing as only Spanish-speaking people. They are with you nearly all the time for consults. They take you there. They don't abandon you. There's a translator there that's employed by healthcare abroad or employed by the hospital. I'm not sure which. which. But even nine o'clock at night, Chris and Eileen were dropping in. He was my partner. Okay, like these people work. They don't do nine to five and then you're on your own. That just doesn't happen. They bring you to the hotel. They take you from the airport. There's no such thing as being dumped at the airport. So, oh, I'm um, sorry,
2: this is a this is a, um, a a private healthcare though hospital that you're talking no, about. Is it? No, you're not no, talking no, about no. the new no, facility no, that's is, opening.
1: This is the original HSE scheme.
2: Okay, so that's what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, it's 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 healthcare abroad, and they're the people who are setting up this new state-of-the-art hospital. Um, and it's it's a HSE scheme. My partner has no insurance and neither do I because there's no private hospital near us in Cavan. There's no point. And we have availed of Chris Goody. Every time we have a problem now, we pick up the phone to healthcare care abroad. So this That's is the EU
2: cross-border directive. That's how the, 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 That's the how treatment's it been worked it out. My, okay.
1: Yeah, it started with myself going for a consult to the Kingsbridge Clinic in Dunmurray. Um, and then after that, we actually got through to Chris by mistake. I thought I was phoning the cross-border, but it got through to surgery. Now it was at the time. Um, and since then, he's changed company to Healthcare Abroad. And this, it's Healthcare Abroad that's setting up this new hospital. Okay. And all I can say is, I would never go the Irish system again. I would never. You have a million good million years. positive
2: experience. Okay. Never. And can can I just get a sense, um, Alwyn and I? Look, I'm not asking you to give your, your you know, your, your partner's private details, but I mean, how Can you give us an idea, roughly? You know, how, how long? What um, was he waiting on lists here in Ireland to to, to be seen and, and to get treatment?
1: We had a nightmare. He he, he had um he I remember the dates because it was his father's anniversary and we had family home, and he was playing in a local band and um, he got urinary retention and he was hospitalised. And he hasn't been able to, he was catheterized and he was, He hasn't been able to take a drink since. So I know we were on the waiting list for in around three months. We were looking at different um, procedures here because we didn't want him to have a terp, TURP because there are too many complications with men afterwards. Um, so we, we had looked up a procedure called Urolift. We could not get through to even be on the waiting list in St. James's Hospital. There's only two surgeons in the country doing it. They're not doing it in Belfast. They were, but they're not anymore. Eugene picked up the phone to Chris, and within two weeks, he was out there getting a procedure called Rezum or E Z U M, which isn't even available. It's it's a simple procedure, and he no complications whatsoever, and it's not even available in Ireland. And he got that done. So we're talking about. I was a physio myself. We're talking about a completely different mindset to healthcare over there. We're talking about being treated as a VIP. I'm not paid. I have no skin in this game. It's just, we were treated so excellently and the results were so excellent. Well, it's good to hear. You're talking top consultants over there Mm. compared to here. You're talking about different procedures compared to here. You're talking about medication availability in the EU, in one part of the EU, and not available here. Okay. Um, Now, can I, Andrea, before I forget, because I'm an awful head on me, can I mention something that just occurred to me this morning? Here's Chris Goody and Healthcare Abroad and his family and his employees, and they're setting up a new hospital dedicated to Irish patients. Why don't we have someone like Chris Goody setting up the children's hospital or setting up the new hospitals who can get something done in one year? Somebody needs to look into that. Well,
2: it's it is the HSE that's that's covering yeah. covering the price though, um, of all of this. It's under the, the EU cross border directive. But it's interesting to hear the experience of somebody that has, um, you know, that has gone through it, and I suppose the system and and, and had work and treatment and all of that done uh, on the Spanish side. Alwyn, stay with us yeah. because I have another caller in the line. Tommy is with us as well. Tommy, you're somebody I think who's on a waiting list. I mean, the idea now that we'll have a a specialised, dedicated hospital in Spain set up solely to um to deal with the long public waiting lists here. I mean how, how does that sit with you?
4: Oh I think that's fantastic. I think uh, I think and I think it's gonna happen more often in other EU countries because clearly uh, even with the HSE paying for the the operation and everything else, it's probably cheaper for them to do it in Spain than it is to do it here. I was, th- last April, I'm eight years waiting on bariatric surgery.
2: You're eight years waiting on
4: Eight years, yeah. And I had, I that's eight years on the list. It took me two years to get onto the list. I've had several tests and all the rest of it. I think I was talking to you before about this. But uh, I've had everything. I've spoken to psychologists. Mm. So I've had the whole lot. All the tests, up as far as the pre-op where I met the anaesthetist and that was eight years ago.
2: And in that time, you know, Tommy, how has how has day to day life and, and and living been affected?
4: Well it's it's uh, it's deteriorating, I have to say. Now I'm not as bad as or as chronic as some of the patients, but at the same time I'm on I'm on a lot of medication, which is also costing the HSE. And there doesn't seem to be any joined up thinking on this. You know, if they were to just give me the operation, I would I would not need the medication anymore. I wouldn't need to be on it for years, costing money. And uh, like I said, I've seen psychologists, and aesthetists the surgeon, I've seen him a few times. And everybody's getting paid. But at the end of the day, there's no result. Mm. And I think it's great. I think it's awful that somebody has to go to Spain, but at the same time, yeah. it's it would be cheaper for me to go to Spain than to go up on the train from Mayo to Dublin and spend a couple of nights up in a hotel in Dublin, you know, I'd get a month in Spain for that. So I think for people who are, I think it should be offered to people rather than, you know, put a gun to their head and say, look, you either get it in Spain or you can't get it at all. I think that that would be wrong as well. But so I, I think it's a great thing. Yeah.
2: So this is, yeah, as I mentioned, it's it's going to be a, it's a HSE. Um, they're covering the price of it all. It's the hospital in Alicante. There's initially going to be about 1500 patients who'll get routine planned surgeries each year. Um, I think they're going to, they're sort of expected to perform a, a large number of hip replacements, knee operations, spinal procedure, cataract uh, procedures as well, weight weight loss surgeries. Um. And other and other treatments too. But look, yeah. you, you think it's a it's a it's a positive, effectively as such. Yeah. I do,
4: I do think it's a positive. And it's 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 it, um what what we seem to have done in this country is we've increased the population by nearly two million, and we've closed down half the hospital, so something's got to give. And you know, as far as language barriers and everything else is concerned, you, you can be sure that every Spanish surgeon can speak English.
2: Okay, um, Tommy, stay with us. I think we've got um, independent TD Michael Michael Healy Ray is um is on the line as well. L- Michael, like just from talking to different you know different listeners there, and I see the text coming in already. Um, by all accounts, people think it's a positive move that we're we're now going to get the public waiting lists cleared in Spanish hospitals.
0: Well, first of all, what I have to say about the Spanish hospital is I I obviously nothing only good look to the promoters of it, the people who are operating it, and I wish them every good, good look with it and success. But it's a further indictment of the chaotic scenes that we have here in Ireland, where we have 900,000 people, 100,000 of them are children, and now we have a new thing happening at the moment, whether people realize it or not, where people who have been diagnosed with different types of cancers now have to wait for those operations. There was one time you could have an operation if it was urgent and required, but even urgent operations now are being held up and put back and not going ahead. And this is literally, it was one thing before for people's lives to be kept in pain, and for instance the cataract people who weren't being taken care of, they were losing the sight in their eyes, that was bad enough. But now we have people's lives being completely put in jeopardy because they're waiting to have necessary operations carried out.
2: But is this not the solution then? Will this not, this will help all of us?
0: But you see, I'm not saying that it's not a solution. I haven't said anything critical about this service. The the exact opposite. I'm saying good luck to them. But uh, what I'm saying is bad luck to the people here that can't run our service properly, and is it any wonder no, I didn't vote confidence in the government the other night? How could you have confidence in a government and in a minister and in a department that can't do anything to help sick people and people who urgently require operations? I, I've been carrying patients to the north for years under the cross-border mm. uh, initiative, whereby uh, the, just, just to be blunt about it, to save their eyesight and uh, in latter years then for hips and knees as well, and, uh, and necessary operations like that. And it's a very good service. But what I always say to people, isn't it a shame to think that on a Sunday morning, surgeons can go in up to a hospital above in Belfast, and they can do a busload of patients for me, and I, they can come down the road on so Sunday evening with one patch over their eye, and in a few days time, they're they're on the road, and, and they can see perfectly well. And to think that we can't do that here, What is so wrong? What is so incompetent with our health service? Is it it
2: embarrassing, Michael? Is it embarrassing that we have to effectively outsource this kind of care? But
0: but of course it is. And that's what I'm saying about the, 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 the Alicante Hospital now. More look to these people. They see that there's such a massive need. This is a business operation by them. And, and of course, they're right to do it and, 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 and every good health to the people that will go over to Alicante and that will have the operations there. But it's not an ideal situation, is it, okay. when we have to, what I call, outsource our health care. We have to buy the health care abroad because we're too incompetent and too incapable to give the people the necessary operations they need here and
2: just, just on some of the texts coming in on this as well, this texter says, so the Irish system is so shocking, we're now able to fund, build and commission healthcare in other countries faster that, than we can deal with it here. An email in from a listener who says, outsourcing surgeries to Spain, will, where people will need to cover their accommodation and costs. Many will be out of work for the surgeries, already down financially in more complex cases. Do we know how that'll work? I mean, certainly from, a I can have heard and, and have read this morning about this, the patients will pay for their own flight and accommodation costs but the actual cost of the treatment will be covered by the HSE up to what it would have cost here in Ireland and you can be sure that it'll be more expensive in Ireland than it is in Spain 53106 is the number if you want to get in touch with us Uh, Tommy you're still just on the line there Um, do you know when or I mean how do you know that you're the person who gets the call to be part of this um, EU cross-border healthcare
4: I've no idea um, I, I'm contacted by the, the, um, uh, University Hospital in Galway every, every six months. And it's, it's over the phone. Now, what they wanted me to do, they want me to get a bus, go out there and sit around for a couple of hours. And then all they do is say, well, how are you? And they weigh you and they take your blood pressure. Now, I can do that down the road, with my own doctors. So what they do now is they just, talk to me over the phone for 10 minutes and that's it and that's every 6 months just I I think basically they just want to see am I still alive or did I have the surgery done somewhere
2: else well, we'll, well, that's the, I suppose, the common question, query that seems to be coming in on the text line today uh, from listeners, maybe that are currently on waiting lists, that are trying to find out how and when you might get the nod to be told, um, well, you're invited to Alicante to get your procedure carried out. Lunchtime Live at Newstalk.com. That's the email address if you, um, if, if you want to get in touch with us. There's another texter who's got text in to say there's absolutely nothing wrong Without sourcing healthcare. I mean, if we're going to deal with the waiting list problems, what's the issue? Keep them coming into us. Uh, still to come on Lunchtime Live today. Um, if you've suffered a cycling injury, we're going to be talking about this after one o'clock. You can text us on 53106 if you want to share your story with us. But we're asking, are the roads in Ireland a safe place for cyclists?